Welcome to the Loudoun Impact Podcast, interviewing purpose-driven leaders in Loudoun County, Virginia. And now, here is your host, J.C. Sylvie. J.C. is a Naval Academy graduate, former Navy pilot, and now top real estate agent, focusing exclusively in Loudoun County. Super excited today. I actually have two guests with me. Uh, we're downtown Leesburg, and I want to welcome Peter Burnett and Gabby Lamas to the podcast. Guys, thanks for joining me today. Uh, COVID times, crazy, but I appreciate you guys meeting me today. Well, thank you for having us. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. So you guys are the founders of uh, a very special project here in Leesburg that's helping people um, with uh, food and uh, personal hygiene items. The name of the project is the Ampersand uh, Pantry Project. So let's uh, let's jump right into that and tell everybody about the project. Well, I guess my comment on it, and Gabby will jump in too, is uh, you know I never would have guessed some time ago uh, that here I am in August, uh, having passed out nearly thirty-one thousand lunches in Leesburg in an old building across from the McDonald's. That wasn't right. that wasn't in my thinking uh, six months ago, right? Uh, or seven months ago, uh, much like the COVID wasn't in anybody's thinking. But um, yeah. we had in the fall. I had read an article about uh, little free libraries all over the country, of which there are about 10,000 of them in, in mm-hmm. various neighborhoods everywhere. And from that spawned these little free pantries, which were designed to be similar in size and a place where folks could donate uh, non-perishable foods mm-hmm. and folks experiencing hunger insecurity or food stress, call it what you like, uh, could go there and get just what they needed to get through for a day or two. It would yeah. be, a, you know, canned food and things like that. So we, we thought that would be a good thing for our firm to do. And I was recruit, recruiting folks within my firm and friends and others to take one day a month to, mm-hmm. to stock the that little pantry. And, and we were getting going and it was all set up and... Here comes COVID. Yeah. And so we, you know, we just thought, gee, you know, this just isn't enough. And, and yeah. what really got me were kids. I, I thought that with the schools closing and so many kids getting both breakfast and lunch at school and backpacks over the weekend, that it was just going to be a huge challenge for, uh, uh, the school system to, to feed just those kids. And at the time, I didn't know whether, under five children and kids mm-hmm. that are just out of school or been thrown out of school or quit or whatever, they could get food either. And so we just decided, uh, gee, you know, maybe there's a way that we could get a food truck or something. And I was thinking that the Rotary Club, I've seen in the old days, uh, you know, Judge right. Warren passing hamburgers out on August court days and that kind of thing. And I thought, well, maybe they're not using that right now. And I could borrow the food truck. And I started looking for places where I might park it. And then Silly me, I, re- I drive past my own building right across from the McDonald's and say, huh, I could do it right there. And not only that, it's got a drive-through window in the back. So, so that's your building. That's my building, yeah. yeah. And, and uh, uh, it was uh, has a for sale, had a for sale sign on the front of it. <laughs> took and it off. Took that off and uh, to, went down to see my friend John Voigt at Sinorama and, uh-huh. and got uh, uh, Ruth Moyer from Go For Joy, contributed uh, all that signage design and the like and, and just started got stuff put up on the walls and got ready to go and went and started talking to restaurant friends about whether they could give us sandwiches uh, at their food costs plus a smidgen. You know, the idea was not to uh, 
more fully burden an industry that was already getting was wiped say, out. Right. That's a tough. Uh, that's a tough ask for some restaurants, right? Well, virtually all. Right. And, and and so and guess who gets let go? The dishwasher, the food line person, you know, the, the, all the various lower paid people in the back, as well as others. But uh, right. so. Uh, we got a good response on that, and yeah. and we uh, meals range from I think at the time the bottom was in the three dollar and change uh, mm-hmm. size up to about six or seven dollars, and yeah, I, I thought oh well you know maybe we'll have oh one one car with two meals every three minutes for an hour or so. Well, you do the math on that, and it's forty or fifty or sixty for you know thereabouts per day. Per day. Yeah, it lasted about three days. Yeah, uh, word got out. Yeah, out. And yeah. it just kept climbing and climbing and climbing. And we're at about 350 a day right now. Yeah. And and so uh, that required recruiting more restaurants and yeah. required us to pay very close attention to our per meal cost. And in addition to that, we call it the core entree a sandwich or, or a number of things that are there. We add to it a fresh apple, uh, a, a juice pouch. And a granola bar, and right. that adds another dollar. Sure. And then we have diapers that we hand out. Yeah. So that so Gabby, you guys are at um, three thousand meals served. Is that correct? We will actually be hitting thirty-two thousand. Thirty-two thousand. Yes. Oh my gosh. So what's your role in the uh, ampersand project? Well, you know, at first I was a student at George Mason. I was living mm-hmm. on campus. As soon as the pandemic hit, I lost my job. I got sent home. So I was really just not doing anything the whole time. <laughs> but I was bored out of my mind. And I remember one night my mom sent me an article from the Loudon Times Mirror. Mm-hmm. And it was about the Ampersand Pantry Project. And okay. at that time they were doing 25, 50 meals a day, like Peter said. Right. And I didn't see a contact number for volunteering. So I kind of investigated Peter and uh-huh. I found his number at the law firm. And Stalked him a little bit? A, a little bit. I found the email <laughs> and I sent him... Um, a message saying that I was really interested in helping, that I loved what he was doing. Yeah. And the next morning he called me. You know, at first it was one of those things where I was just going to do a flyer. Yep. It was going to be simple, make it, distribute it, and that was going to be it. And then over the course of the next few weeks, I kind of just got involved in so many more of the projects that we've been doing. Sure. Um, so the truth is she did too good a job. Yeah. So I was not going <laughs> to let her get away, right? <laughs> and so you hired her as an employee in the law firm, is that correct? Or well, yeah, she would, she volunteered. I don't know if the days fly by. We've been doing this about 110 <laughs> right. days maybe. But uh, right. I think she probably was volunteering for a month or so. And she's she had a double interest because she's interested in becoming a lawyer, which always oh, catches yeah. my attention. Sure. And yeah. as a matter of fact, she uh, interned in a law firm in Peru. Uh, which helped her with her Spanish, mm-hmm. uh, which she is super fluent, right. uh, which, which helps in this. Very oh, it's so helpful in this situation. Yeah. Uh, so she she did all kinds of volunteering work, and just there was no level of responsibility that she would turn down. Yeah, and you know, I, I had an opening at the office, and. Yeah. And so she's been doing some part-time work there. She's got this silly idea about going back to school. <laughs> <laughs> so we're working through those hour juggling. And, you know, school might, comes first. You know, really she might does. need a law degree, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We want her to get one. We want her to get one. Um, so what, uh, what you're serving meals, but there's also diapers, right? And hygiene items, right? And you found that to be a big need, right? While you're sitting there, 
you know, passing out these meals and the line goes mm-hmm. a long way. People start lining up a half an hour before we open and mm-hmm. there's a line all the way down the street and, and back into the bank parking lot uh, by the time we open. Uh, you know, you have time to think about things and, you know, what would help with this and that. And I don't know whether maybe somebody in the line asked if we had them. I'm not sure. I know yeah. that, you know, over in the pantry box on Edwards Ferry Road, we had been putting feminine hygiene items because uh, no... Uh, uh, sanitary stuff is covered by SNAP or food stamps. Oh, so right. soap, toothpaste, shampoo, mm-hmm. diapers, tampons, uh, pads, none of that stuff is covered. So they're pretty popular items. Right. And we they had been leaving there pretty fast yeah. and, and being depleted fairly quickly. So we just had the idea, hey, how about passing out diapers? Yeah. Then we got the idea of, well, you know, let's put a smile on everybody's faces and uh, Jerry's florist helped us out for a very low price for, which helped them a little bit, yep. uh, for carnations. So everybody that comes through the line, well, they gets a choice of the color of carnation that they'd like to have. Yeah. And they, a carnation, I don't know if you know this, lasts a couple weeks. Yeah. So people could make bouquets of them. We've had some fathers who are divorced or separated or whatever and go to visit their daughters once a week and they make a bouquet during the week and take them to their girls yeah and it just it you you should see the smiles come on people's faces when they when they get those and it makes it be more than hey here's your food get out it's 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 much more community oriented than that right it's nice yeah that's pretty neat Gabby, um, a, a question I ask a lot of my guests is, what it, what is, was it like growing up in your ha- house uh, as a kid at the dinner table as a teenager? Since you're just a few years removed from that, um, it's probably a little bit more relevant for you. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about your uh, background. Like, obviously, you've got a servant's heart, and it's important for you. And you picked up a phone and, and said, I'm going to help. So w- what was driving that? What was, uh, what was it like growing up in the uh, Lamas family? Well, my mom has always been very supportive of me and my sisters. I have two sisters as well as a stepbrother. And they always just raised us to do the best we can and to help others when we need to. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was really given an amazing opportunity to give back to the people who need it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have everything to thank my mom for because she's been my rock and I couldn't have done it without her. That's pretty neat. Yeah. Peter, you're a longtime resident here in Leesburg, uh, small business owner, obviously doing some great things with um, the Pantry Project. But tell us about your background here in, in Leesburg. Well, uh, I've been practicing law here in Leesburg for over 40 years. And interestingly, uh, I do exclusively personal injury work. So pain and suffering is no stranger mm-hmm. to me. We deal with it every day and find ourselves, you know, evaluating it really. Sure. Insurance companies trying to get a case settled and we're trying to get a case settled. Yep. You know, how much has somebody suffered in one form or another? And that includes physical suffering and psychological suffering and the like. And so uh, I guess it shouldn't come as, as any surprise that I'm pretty sensitive to a child being hungry. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm very motivated by when I hear or even think about a child saying to mommy, mommy, I'm hungry. And if she hasn't got any money, she doesn't have very many choices. Sure. Uh, so it, uh, over the course of many, many, many years of doing this and being a member of this community, the community has just treated me great. I've raised my family here and I've got a little farm out in Hamilton and mm-hmm. uh, just love Leesburg. And I just, it just seemed like a natural thing to do and right. while we've been able to keep the law firm open and going right along 
Um, my staff was enormously supportive of this idea, and the other lawyers in the office were happy to take up some of the slack and let me spend way too many hours down there on Market Street. <laughs> uh, and I'll tell you, this, this yeah, uh, let's, uh, let's t-shirt that we yeah. give away right here, on the front side it says, Strive Together and mm-hmm. Thrive Together. Right. Which is something that is, I think, as a community, we all do. And then I call this uh, this ampersand in the middle, and then it's in our five suggestions for a happier life. And uh, they're in the three most spoken languages in mm-hmm. uh, the United States, which are English, Spanish, and Chinese. And, of course, I think the first one is practice kindness and then go first. And that's go mm-hmm. first in terms of leadership, go yep. first in terms of saying you're sorry, go first in terms of saying I love you, etc., um, and, and avoid regret, which all of us uh, sure. sometimes could have done. We can yeah. look back and learn from our mistakes and the like. Uh, be grateful and enjoy today. And I think if you put those things together, you are going to be a happier person. And there's a, you're going to get a lot more meaning out of life. And our volunteers mm-hmm. love these things, and we give them away to people. And uh-huh. happy to give you one. And thank oh, you for, for sure. what you're doing. Oh, I mean, sure. This is uh, this impact. Uh, uh, program of yours, I, I think, should be of great interest to the community. And I think it's wonderful to have different people come and talk about what they do, which makes for a fuller community and makes people uh, more knowledgeable about what's going on out there. It does. And hopefully yeah. it encourages people to participate themselves, too. Oh, for sure. And that's uh, that's a big motivation. Tell me about the uh, the symbol, the understand symbol. Well, I, I don't go as far back with it as some folks do. I had a lady recently from Massachusetts who's writing a book on the ampersand and, uh-huh. and saw some stuff online and wants me to tell her all of our history and what we're doing. Yeah. And But the so-called modern history of the ampersand is that there was a German printer in about 1820 whose name was Mr. Amper, A-M-P-E-R, mm-hmm. and he used that symbol as a printer to take up what would otherwise be three letters, which in those days was a big deal. You know, you keep the ink down, keep the number mm-hmm. of letters down. And he substituted those that symbol for three uh, uh, letters, A-N-D, and it became known as Amper's and. And all of a sudden oh, it just yeah. ran together, that yeah. Amper possessive S and then A-N-D, right. and all of a sudden it's Ampersand. And at one point I'm told it was the 27th letter of the alphabet. Uh, I don't know when it dropped out or when it dropped in, but uh, <laughs> yeah, right. we see it as you yes, know inclusive, and and then some. You know, as and lawyers, we we like to say that we do a good legal job and then some, and we like mm-hmm. to be high quality service and then some, just like you do in your business, sure. and and likewise be committed to the community and then some. So it's going the extra mile. Is yeah. what it's about. No, it's a great symbol. I like it. Yeah, it's, super recognizable and. Uh, I like I love I love the T-shirt. Um, obviously, Peter, there's a lot of uh, small businesses that are helping you with this project. So, um, can you tell us a little bit about those? I, I can, uh, and also the and a lot of great volunteers. Well, it's a combination. Uh, it's, give those shout All comes well. under the umbrella of generosity. Right. We have a bunch of volunteers who have been extraordinarily generous with their time. I mean, this is seven days a week. Yep. It can get tedious, and it's all kinds of weather, and there's that building is gutted. There's no yeah. air conditioning in there. Whoa. There's no electricity really? in there. Yeah, it's it's crude. Yeah. Uh, and it, the best you get is shade. Yeah. Um, and uh, we have a little generator outside that runs a little fan that helps a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have just Jazzy's this. laughing. She's oh, yeah. Oh, she knows it well. Oh, yeah. I'm the tannest I've ever been in my life from just standing out in the sun all day. <laughs> 
And, uh, and so in addition to the volunteers, what's really also been a necessity is the generosity of the community, individuals and businesses right. who have donated at this point well over $100,000 to this effort. In, and like I say, I think we've been going about 107 or 8 or 10 days, something mm-hmm. like that. Um, and our budget is, it, it costs between twelve dollars and $1,500 every day. So when you do that times seven, there you are at closing in on $10,000 a week. Right. Uh, and yeah. it's just been uh, remarkable to see the number of people that just come out of nowhere and, right. and send checks. I mean, sometimes we get a check for $25. We have a, a donation box on site. There are people that will come through the line and get a meal, and they'll put two dollars in the box. Sure, and and that's again more the sense of community. It's yeah. really nice. Uh, and uh, then we've got some folks that have sent us checks for two thousand dollars and five thousand dollars, and those make a big difference. Yep. Right now, we're chasing uh, CARES Act money mm-hmm. from the town of Leesburg. They've got some grants out there. We we've do. made application. We should yep. hear fairly soon. And the reason is we. We never expected to be going this long. I don't think anybody expected this pandemic to be as extensive as it is right. and the unemployment that goes with it to be as extensive. And so, and I'm worried that with the drop off of the $600 a week supplement yep. from the federal government that we may, our line might get longer. Right. We'll, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, and that's coming up shortly. Yeah, yes. The impact of that will be right with us. Yeah. And so yep. uh, we're thinking uh, if possible, we'd like to keep going well into September. Uh, that's about as far forward as we can look. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. at some point, we'll transition back to Edwards Ferry Road and that pantry and try and do some continuing giveaway and organization of volunteers there as well. Right. But, yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, Gabby's going to go back to school. I don't get it. <laughs> we need to start looking for a Gabby replacement then. Right? Oh, we're looking, yeah. but we're not finding. Yeah. <laughs> that's but we've got tough. some good folks, and she's set up Sign Up Genius. Uh huh. And if folks want to uh, learn more about us... You yeah, can, that's you, my you, next question. Yeah, how? a um, couple things. How can they learn more about you and how can they help you? We have what you a, a, what I call our second interim report, which we'll call our first one, which is a little bit extensive in terms of being able to get it all onto one email. It's been too big for a lot of mailboxes, but mm-hmm. we'll mail it to anybody that calls my office. Uh, you can go on the Burnett and Williams website, Burnett, Burnett mm-hmm. Williams, all one word, burnettwilliams.com. Uh, or they can go on the GoFundMe page. If you just Google uh, Ampersand Pantry Project, okay. that stuff comes up. And they can go in there and give give us money, give us help, give us just pass the word, whatever they like is to it, do. Is it money donations that you need more than anything else or... That's, I hate that's, to say it, but that's, that's at the core. That's the reality. Yeah, that's of it. the reality. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. Are you set up to receive other things like diapers? I mean, if yes. someone had like a case of diapers, I mean, could they Absolutely. drop them off at the pantry? They can, we're like at that pantry from 11 to 1 every day. Every day. They can yeah. drop off uh, diapers. Uh, we have uh, some non perishable foods that needs to be still in, in mm-hmm. timing. We had somebody give us some cans of food the other day that had an expiration date of 2012. Yeah. Now, we can't give away eight year old <laughs> <Right>. food. <laughs> so we want to make sure everything is, meets sanitation requirements. Sure. And that's why all of our lunches are made in commercial kitchens. Yes. Uh, to try and observe, we all wear masks at the site and yep. uh, do everything we can to keep our six foot distance. So yes, they can go learn about it by going to those places, um, and there are uh, plenty of opportunities to find us to give money away to. Sure, in the location of the pantry itself, um, just dug it, over that again. It's, it's at three thirty eight East Market Street, which is uh, 
on the east side of town, right across the street from the McDonald's. On market. On market, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's right up the street from the vape shop and yep. and um, it, down the street from, oh, Mom's Apple Mom's Pie. Mom's Apple Pie. Yeah, it's, 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 <laughs> that's, that's a good, between those two, right. we'll get you that's there. That's what came to my mind, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly where it is, yeah. Well, uh, Peter, Gabby, this has been a great conversation. Uh, I really uh, appreciate you guys taking some time out of your busy day. I guess you guys are probably getting ready to head to the pantry. It's 1015 here, opening up here at 11. So um, thank you for joining me and all the best of luck uh, with the project. And, and let's hope that we don't need it past September. Isn't that the truth? And I'll hope with you on that one. And yeah. thank you so much for your effort. I really think this kind of thing makes a difference. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if we see a boost in in contributions and, and your podcast being referenced when we get them. So that's great. Well, thank thanks. you. Thank you, Peter. Appreciate it. You bet. Okay. Thank you, JC. This is you bet, Gabby. Thank you.